Welcome to Straight Talk with Dr. L, where we make complex topics about families, parenting, womanhood, and life simple. Because sometimes you just need to get with a good girlfriend and talk straight. So, let's talk. Hello, good people. Welcome to Straight Talk with Dr. L. Today, we are going to try something a little different. I got so much feedback from the last podcast, sis. I'm not going to let you fail that I began to rethink the direction of this podcast. Initially, when I started Straight Talk with Dr. L, I did it to stay relevant in early childhood education, training, and speaking. I wanted the circuit to remember me during COVID. All of the gigs that I had before were canceled, and I didn't want people to forget about L. Brown. So I decided to put my voice out there kind of like a business card. I envision straight talk to be like an audio class of workshops, further displaying my skill as a speaker and trainer. What I didn't realize was when I got in front of the mic for the first time that I would eventually fall in love with the freedom that a quiet room and a single microphone provided. Within this freedom, I was less of a professor, less of a trainer, and I was more of me, me without a mask. So, A couple of times, my emotions would reveal themselves when I spoke, so much so that I almost deleted the end of our last episode, sis, I'm not going to let you fail. But I decided to keep it in there because it was real. It was authentic. It was me. But I had my doubts about it even after I released it. Was it too raw? Was it too real? Was it unprofessional? Was it too sister girl? Was I too black? Was I too vulnerable? Was the world ready for all that? Well, the response I got from women of color told me it was just right. It was just what they needed. Hell, (laughs) It was just what I needed. Because after I recorded that podcast, my spirit felt lighter. I didn't know if the world would accept it, but my spirit felt lighter. Then I was able to move on and conquer the world for the remainder of the week. Because my spirit felt lighter. But... I'm going to tell you a secret. Dr. L didn't record that episode. El Tanya did. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her later. But let's get back to, sis, I'm not going to let you fail. Well, 
A couple days after I recorded the episode, I had the pleasure of being the guest on another wonderful podcast. Girl, can I ask you something? It was positively the most delightful and soul-lifting experience I had had in a very long time. I had so much fun because we just talked. With the hosts, Rumel and Twanda, I just laughed and chatted while having a high-quality discussion about the topic of friends, villages, and tribes. They invited Dr. L as a guest speaker, but as I got more comfortable, L. Brown began to talk. Then, as I got really comfortable, El Tanya began to chime in. And there was a time when the conversation was so good, and I'm talking like a deep belly laugh good that the rarely seen Kitty Champagne joined in on the fun. Now, wait a minute. That's a lot of folk. Where did they all come from? Well, good people, those are the people who live in my head. I walk around with four distinct people in my head. El Tanya, El Brown, Dr. L, and Kitty Champagne. And they all serve very important and essential roles in my life. And in this episode, I'm going to introduce you to each one because I've decided that during Straight Talk with Dr. L, I'm going to allow them all to share the mic. Why? Because if I only allow Dr. L at the mic, you'll never get to hear from the whole of me. You're just sitting in a lecture hall. And this mic and your agreement to spend this time with me gives us more freedom than that. And damn it, I want to be free. Free to be me, free to be all of me. Okay, so if we're going to be friends, I need to introduce you to all of the people who live in my head. First up is El Tanya. She has been with me from conception to present day. She has seen it all. She knows the hurts, the pains, the disappointments, the challenges, the triumphs. She has been with me through every life experience. She carries the entire spectrum of my emotions. But above all, she is a fierce protector of me. At about 17 years old, she morphed into a mother for me to stand in the gap for the mother I didn't have. So she has keen discernment. She sees everything makes excellent decisions, and gravitates to very few people and always has my best interests at heart above all else. She is quick with her razor-sharp tongue, so as I got older, I let her come out less and less in shared spaces 
for diplomacy purposes because she's my mama bear. But she's real cool, incredibly funny, and a loyal friend if you are on her good side. For the first 27 years of my life, it was just Eltania. What you saw was what you got. Straight up, no chaser. And by far, she is my favorite. Every thought I have is usually filtered through Eltania first. Also, if I set out on a new endeavor or if I'm making a turning point in my life, trust and believe it was Eltania's idea. She's the brave one. And she has veto power because she's the boss. The next person to take resident in my head developed at the age of 27 while in Seoul, South Korea. I was dating a guy who in time would become my husband. He was a junior military officer, which meant a lot of people outranked him. As his girlfriend, I would accompany him to mandatory work events. And at these mandatory work events, the topic of discussion at some point would always be about my name, Eltania, which is spelled E-L apostrophe capital T-A-N-Y-A. The spouses of senior ranking officers would always pretend to have a hard time pronouncing my name. Now, mind you, there are three syllables in my name. L, like the letter. Tan, like the color. And ya, like how you doing. L, tan, ya. Not that hard. But during these mandatory fun events, I would get things like, now is it Latifa? Oh, Latoya? Latanya? Eltonia? The microaggressions were very real. If you can say Oprah, you can say Eltonia. And remember, Eltonia has a razor sharp tongue. So Eltonia was quick at the tongue at these mandatory work events, quick to correct and had no intention of networking. My name is Eltonia. And in addition to the conversation about my name, I would get comments like, well, how did you manage to get a teaching job in Seoul? And Eltonia would respond, I filled out an application and applied. Or some would even say to me, you know, he seems like such a nice guy. When I first met him, I thought he only dated white girls. (laughs) Wow. It's astonishing the careless words people will string together to say to another person. And the nature of Eltonia was to quickly retort, but it wasn't just me now. I was with this guy and he wanted to marry me and this was his job. So I had to play the role. 
So for the first time in my life, I got fitted for a mask. And L. Brown was born. Her name was easy to pronounce. The others even described it as cosmopolitan. L. Brown was agreeable and became L. Tanya's filter, thus allowing L. Tanya to cope in this new foreign world of military life where other people's opinions and acceptance seemed to matter. Much to my surprise, L. Brown thrived easily. Everybody loved L. Brown, largely because she didn't really have strong opinions. And when she did have opinions, she crafted them ever so diplomatically. People gravitated to L. Brown. People wanted to be near her. And that worked well in our new fishbowl life of close quarters until we hit a bump. Trouble in paradise. When things started to go awry in the marriage, Eltanya came out guns blazing. Because remember, she's a fierce protector. Eltanya was like, come on, girl, get your baby and let's go. We ain't got to put up with this mess. We done work hard and we done been through too much. We ain't got to do this right here. You better get your job back and let's go do what it do. Eltanya plays no games. But L. Brown looked at our baby and felt he deserved a chance at a family. The family that Eltanya never had. L. Brown tried to convince Eltanya that we could make this thing work. Eltanya agreed to hang in there for a little while longer for the greater good, but firmly stated to L. Brown, I don't like him no more. Mm-mm, he ain't it. So L. Brown had to lead and parent our son and become super wife because El Tanya wanted no parts of this. And I got to give it to her. L. Brown was good. But as things got worse in the marriage, El Tanya just wouldn't stop talking. Girl, I told you. All that glitters and gold. Is it really worth all this? Eltanya was displeased and she was vocal. So they made a decision to go on Zoloft to give Eltanya a sedative. So L. Brown could try to make this life that they were both stuck in work. And that worked for years. L. Brown was piloting and Eltanya dozed in and out of consciousness. And for a while, it seemed like L. Brown had salvaged their life. But without L. Tanya there to protect them, the people around them became emboldened, thus leaving them both vulnerable. L. Brown decided one day she had to wake L. Tanya up. They got off Zoloft and stuff hit the fan. The first thing Eltanya said was, how in the hell you let us get this big, girl? We weigh 301.8 pounds. And you ain't know? What in the world? L. Brown didn't even know. 
L. Brown was so focused on making things work that she wasn't taking care of us. Altania was in complete shock and disbelief. She asked L. Brown, girl, what have you been doing? The next thing Altania noticed was that L. Brown's meat behind had us hemmed up under somebody's thumb. In one week's time after Eltanya was awakened, they started exercising, opened a new checking and savings account, and asked for a separation and was looking for a new home. They were 37 years old. For a while, everything was great, just the two of them. Then Eltanya went into deep thought. Wait a minute. We ain't got no job. We ain't worked in nine years. What is we going to do? Now, I told you, Eltanya is the master problem solver. So during the divorce, she decided that they would give the husband the two houses in exchange for complete ownership of Kinder Jam, the company that L. Brown created. The husband was asking for 50% ownership and Altania just wasn't having that. Altania told Elle, now girl, we gonna have to bet on us because we all we have. We got this. So in 2014, they got Kinder Jam free and clear. But then within a year of working this company outside of the military community, outside of their comfort zone, they realized they were going to need another internal team member to help them reboot their career and this company and in walked Dr. L with her bad self and she has an idea okay y'all let's go back to school and get our PhD that way we can close the gap in our resume by using our time with Kinder Jam as our self-study and we'll become subject matter experts on the thing that we do best, advocate for and work with young children and their families. Boom, we got this. They were 39 years old and they all work together really well because Dr. L is a beast. Her confidence is through the roof because she knows her stuff. Altanya is unrefined and a little rough around the edges, but her street smart and discernment is unmatched. Elle Brown is likable and diplomatic, but she has imposter syndrome. You know what, though? That didn't even matter because Dr. L completely owned every space they occupied. And the three of them thought they had found the winning combination. Boom. But you know what? That didn't last long. About 10 months to be exact. Because Eltanya is so intense. El Brown was trying to please everybody. And Dr. L was working a mile a minute. They were either going to implode or have a nervous breakdown. So something had to give and it did. In walked my girl, Kitty Champagne. And in one swoop, she relieved all the tension. She said, come on, y'all. Let's go out and enjoy ourselves. Meet my friends, bottomless mimosas. Boom. Kitty Champagne is a be-out girl. 
Now, never in our life had we just let our hair down until Kitty Champagne joined our crew. But we needed her to balance Dr. L's pent-up behind. I love her to death, but between her and Eltanya, they will have us stretched out with no time to even breathe. Together, those two are more than any one brain should have to handle. So, periodically, Kitty Champagne steps in and says, Girl, take this red solo cup and sit yourself down and relax. Life's too short. You better play hard. And with the addition of Kitty Champagne, I found my perfect balance at the age of 40. And I have been living in peace and centered for nearly five years. Now, after listening to this, you are either going to be like, you know what? I totally get her. Or you're going to be like, what in the world did Dr. L put in that red solo cup before she started recording this podcast? But you know what? Either way, I'm okay because I'm free. Now, if you got it, if you were able to follow me and you know where I'm coming from, you are my people. And buckle up because we are going to have a good ride exploring the depths of womanhood and personal growth while I share all parts of me. Eltanya, the round the way girl, you want her with you if something pops off. L. Brown, the diplomat, she'll tell you just how to say it with tact so you can maintain your relationships, but don't trust her with your diet because clearly that is not her strong suit. Dr. L., she will give you advice and a plan rooted in logic and backed by data. And my girl, Kitty Champagne, she'll make sure that you relax, let loose, Have a deep belly laugh and not take yourself too seriously because life is way too short. (laughs) Now y'all see why I am never lonely because there is a party of four in my head at all times. Boom. As women, we are multifaceted. We are layered. We are complex. And in time and with intentionality, You will find your balance of people who live in your head, your own internal dream team. Now that I've shared with you the people who live in my head, who lives in yours? Who are the people on your internal dream team? What are their names? What are their character traits? How do they work together to ensure that you win. Now, while y'all think about that, me and my crew are about to go outside and sit on the patio and enjoy a mimosa. And it's bottomless because Kitty's champagne made a whole pitcher. My girl, boom! On each episode of Straight Talk with Dr. L, I will work through a topic related to families, parenting, womanhood, or life with my top-notch village to which you now belong. Remember, when navigating life, it 
takes a village. And if you didn't have one before, you certainly have one now. And together, we got this. Boom! Let's talk again soon.